If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Hotter Than Health, episode 31. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. My name is Eliza Gelman. I'm the creator of Hotter Than Health, and I'm on Instagram and where else am I? Yeah, mostly Instagram and on the podcast and on Facebook at Eliza G underscore fitness. So go check it out, like, follow, share, whatever. Um, quick thank you to everyone who has liked, shared, subscribed, um, rated, commented on, talked about, told their friends about, sent their friends about, whatever, whatever you've done with the podcast. If you know if you're just listening for the first time right now, thank you. It means the world. Always trying to grow the brand, trying to grow the information, not grow the information, but trying to share it, trying to build this shit up as much as we can, right? So um, thank you guys all for listening so much. And here's Many cheers to many more smooth introductions just like that. So um, right now I am sitting in my living room recording this podcast and what's funny is I'm watching two things. So I live in a neighborhood in downtown Charleston. Um, House is amazing. I'm obsessed with it. Couldn't ask for a better living situation. The characters that my neighborhood brings together is pretty funny. So here's a quick story and then we'll get into the amazing podcast that is today. (coughs) Excuse me. So last night, and I'm laughing to cover up pure just, uh, I can't even think of the word that I'm feeling right now other than just damn it. So last night I was driving and pulling into my house. Mind you, I've lived here for two years and have in my whole life never been in a fender bender or anything like that. I was in one really shitty car accident when I was in college. Not my fault. It was based on weather and I was not driving, whatever. Um, But I've never caused one, been in one, anything like that. So I was pulling into my driveway last night and mind you, there are always cars lined on the side of the streets and um, definitely, you know, you got to navigate pretty carefully. I wasn't texting, I wasn't on the phone, I wasn't listening to a podcast, I wasn't doing anything that I shouldn't be doing. I was simply driving my car, parking my vehicle in my driveway as I do every evening. I pulled past a car that has been parked outside of my neighbor's house for one, two, three weeks. It's been out there, battery has been dead, hasn't moved, um, either way, hasn't been an issue And all of a sudden I hear this, and I'll spare you the gory details, but took this guy's bumper off. I drive a Prius. Um, I drive like a kitten. I am not a scary driver. I don't like to go fast. I'm pretty careful all the time, pretty on top of my shit. Pupils are pretty big all the time. Always very aware of my surroundings. However, this beige Honda 
just blended in, I guess, yesterday. And bye-bye bumper. It took it all the way off, and there is now a sizable three-foot-long scratch uh, down the side of my car. People were like, wow, it looks like you didn't even notice you were scratching it. But you know what, assholes? By the time that it happened, nothing I could do about it. It happened for two seconds, and there was nothing I could do. Even if I had backed up a certain way, wouldn't have helped. So um, that did happen, and we are now going through insurance, which sucks. But what I am going to say out loud is that I am grateful that this guy, my neighbor, is nice. He was calm. He wasn't a total prick to me by any means. He's in med school. He's like this. He's a busy guy. So I just want to say that be careful where you park. Um, Be grateful when people aren't assholes. And don't be an asshole yourself. And if things happen like this that are out of your control, like this has already happened. I can't change it, Um, which sucks. But, you know, I can't change it. So if there's something that happens that really sucks that is out of your control, one, I just want to say there's never a good time to get into a fender bender. So don't complain that you don't have the time or whatever like that. Duh. Nobody does. Nobody plans for that. Nobody's like, I didn't budget time into my week for this. Nobody does. That's why it's an accident. That's what it's not. They don't call it a purpose. I got into a, I got into a purpose. I got into an intentional last night. No, you got into an accident. Like, damn it. So anyways, that's been my week. And currently I'm looking at a man who is staring, not through my window, but at the, uh, we live in a historical house in downtown Charleston and, uh, he's reading the plaque. He's been there for about five minutes. It is less than one paragraph wondering what he's doing. Hopefully he's just listening to this podcast and he was going to have his mind blown as soon as I start talking about taking morning dumps, right? Sir, whatever. He's probably still there. Anyways, um, I'm going to turn on the levity a little bit, bring in the lightness. Ooh, (coughs) Jesus. So anyways, I had this whole plan to have this episode about dairy milk and all that good stuff. But you know what? I was listening to a Gary Vee podcast and he always says, triple down on your strengths. And today, not that that's not a strength of mine. It's not a passion of mine. Today, I want to triple down on my passions. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is, and this goes back to episode 29 that I was just talking about, um, about like the best fat, fat loss, weight loss types of workouts to be doing right before summer. Um, what I like to do, um, just to feel like lean and strong and stuff like that. So, Oh, would you look at that? They're now jumping his car. What timing? Sorry, Jordan. Anyways. So, um, Oh, was I saying? Oh, yes. So this kind of goes back to episode 29. If you want to get a little bit more information on specifics that um, might help you get into a better fitness routine, workout routine, then go back and listen to that. But I also wanted to touch on this. So I do these meal plan, nutrition plan consultations, and I have a pretty long conversation with my clients in the beginning, and we go over kind of what their lifestyle is like, what their diet is like, how they're feeling, what their goals are, what their idea of health is, and all this stuff. And everyone's saying, I work out six or seven times a week, like five to six times a week, all these great things. I mean, a lot of the times I'm hearing this and they're like, I just don't know why I can't lose this belly fat. And they're eating pretty clean. You know, we can always clean some things up, but eating pretty clean. Um, and it's just that stubborn weight loss, stubborn belly fat and things like that. And one thing that I highly recommend is, is think about it. This day and age, we have to look deeper than just our diet and our in our workout routine. 
we've got to look at our day-to-day. How are you waking up? How are you going to bed? How are you spending your day? If you're spending your day totally, totally immersed in your work, you haven't had one second to yourself to relax, you have a million kids running around, you're a teacher, you're a doctor, constantly working with patients, working with other people, constantly giving yourself, then, um, you know, one thing to really look at is how high your cortisol levels are, which is your stress hormone in your body. And it's not that the stress is bad. You're helping people. You're doing something you're passionate about. I do stuff that I'm passionate about every single day and I still can get drained and we all can. So I know that if I am extremely drained to the point of like adrenal fatigue and I know that I am just shot to the bone, um, but shot so much in the sense that I can't sleep. You know, my mind is constantly going. I'm having trouble sleeping, having trouble, you know, eating healthy foods, making good decisions. That's stress. So you kind of have to look at your lifestyle. And I just wanted to reiterate this to everyone is that, you know, we want to be thinking of our workouts as an opportunity to be doing something good for ourselves and not as a punishment. Um, So that's why we want to set up these systems for ourselves so that we can go and um, like a system's allow us a little bit more freedom. So I don't want anyone to go through the week and say, okay, every day I have to burn a thousand calories or every day I have to eat 1200 calories. You know, let's try and pivot the way that we think about this kind of thing. Um, if we are trying to lose a little bit more belly fat, let's try and think of it as, okay, how can I move my body today? Every day this week, I'm going to set aside 30 minutes to move my body. One, we should be also grateful that we can move our body. We all have legs. We all are you know, able to move around. We're all living, breathing, waking up. Even if you aren't able to run, aren't able to jump, aren't able to swim, whatever, you can still move your body just a little bit. So I've noticed that my results have gotten a lot better and my workouts have been a lot better if I just kind of go with my body. So I know that last week I was just absolutely unbelievably tired, stressed, going a million miles a minute and I just couldn't catch my breath. And it was to the point where I felt like I was just spinning my wheels, couldn't sleep at night, felt like I had too much to do. Um, and now I have to deal with this fucking car accident, but whatever. And um, I started, I was doing more yoga. And in my free time, uh, free time, um, in my free time, when I did have it, even if it was five minutes, I would go on a walk around the block to get some vitamin D. And I knew, okay, granted, my heart rate's not up that high or I, you know, I'm not lifting, lifting that heavy. I don't have like a booty pump this week. and I'm not feeling like extremely, extremely lean. I felt lighter and cleaner and a little bit more clarity in my life just because I knew that I was moving my body and I was setting aside that time to, uh, in my system, in my day, to focus on myself. So when you can start your day in control of at least two or three things, or at some point throughout the day, take control of something that benefits for you, it will change your entire day. So in the morning, if you want to, if that needs to be, don't check your phone for the first 10 minutes, go make your coffee and drink your 32 ounces of room temperature water. Those are two controllable things that you know that you have done to benefit yourself. If that means putting on a Fitbit and counting Um, walking one mile during your lunch break, go do it. If that means taking your dog for a walk, if that means you get home at nine o'clock at night and you're exhausted and you do a five minute yoga flow or a little bit of stretching before bed, 
do something for you where you unplug physically and mentally and you can just do you. Um, We don't always have to do more to be more. That's like a huge thing that I always say is that you do not have to do more to be more. Don't think that you have to kill yourself seven days out of the week of the gym to, you know, to reap these results. We just want to make sure that our hormones are staying um, as level as possible. We want to make sure that we are um, moving our bodies, keeping our, you know, I don't want to say emotions in check, but keeping your mental clarity in check. And I'm not saying go meditate. You don't have to if you don't want to. I think it's beneficial, but you don't have to if you don't want to. I don't necessarily meditate all the time, but let the 10 minutes of the day be your mini meditation just for you. And I promise you it will help level out your hormones. It'll help you lower those cortisol stress hormones that inevitably sometimes do help you. That's what's making you hold on to some of that belly fat. Again, with the eloquence not happening today. So one other thing that I wanted to talk about and not just one other thing. I have two other topics. One is going to be my favorite recipe as of late. It's been wonderful. I've been very pleased with it. So my favorite recipe, and I know that it's getting time to be beach season and it's all like everyone is trying to get that flat belly. We're all trying to be tan. Let's be honest. Once we get tan, like that sheds five pounds. I'm telling you. So One of my favorite recipes that I've been making is going to, this is all from Trader Joe's typically or Whole Foods. So I'll go in and get long angel hair, black bean pasta, and I'll get zucchini noodles and I'll make that together because I love zucchini noodles and I love pasta, but sometimes I want more volume. Like I want more pasta, but I don't want to eat you know, five servings of it. So what I'll do is I will mix it. I'll do once half or like three fourths or a whole fucking serving of pasta. Um, the black bean pasta, it's got like 15 grams of protein per serving. It's got a ton of fiber. So the net carbs are nice and low. Um, and then I will add in some zucchini noodles and on top of that. So I'll saute that up. I'll saute the zucchini noodles and then I'll boil the pasta. Then I'll combine it all together. And then what I'll do is I'll put some good fats on top of it. I'll do a little bit, maybe a little bit of olive oil, just extra virgin olive oil. And then I will do a little bit of avocado in there and some um, nutritional yeast. So it's like a really healthy, yummy mac and cheese, avocado, creamy, spready dish. And then even sometimes I will have a little bit of that siete queso left over and I'll pour that in there. And it's kind of like an Alfredo. It's amazing. So again, if you want to hear more about that, I will post an Instagram about the... um, about that recipe. Actually, I'm going to put a note in zoodle black bean recipe, Instagram. Hell yeah. I'm amazing. So, um, again, and that is one thing also that I talked about a couple podcasts ago is getting that reminder app on your phone. I have it on the bottom. Like I have four little apps on my phone. I have Google messages, phone, and the reminder app. It's all on the bottom four of my iPhone. So I can just easily click it because I'm left-handed, but I use my right hand for my phone. So the first thing I go to click to is those reminders. And it just says on there, um, did a little Instagram post. So be on the lookout for that Instagram post with that zucchini noodle recipe. It kind of looks like dog shit, but it is so good and you'll love it. You're getting your servings of fibers, fats, proteins, all that good stuff, but it's all plant-based. So it's a little bit more easily proper food combined. I wouldn't recommend adding meat to it. If you want to know more about proper food combining, you can go back to my other podcasts. Not going to spend a whole lot of time there. And then 
One other thing is I have been getting a lot of questions about um, like sugars and sweeteners and things like that and stevia. And I'm only going to touch on this because I want to do a whole podcast on it, but (coughs) hello. So I want to do a whole podcast on it, but this is one thing that I got asked a lot. People are like, well, what about Splenda or Stevia or whatever, um, honey, maple syrup. So all in all, it it's sugar. It is sugar. However, there are more things that are less inflammatory that you can do to sweeten your foods. So things like monk fruit, which is a more natural sweetener, um, it's definitely plant-derived similar to Stevia, but I just kind of trust monk fruit a little bit better because it's slightly more... <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else because someone's going to be like, um, well, actually, did you know that if you do this and then, no, I actually didn't fucking know that because I don't know everything. Okay. So I just, I'm just saying I would prefer to have something sweetened with monk fruit. Note to self, do more, inter- do more research on monk fruit. I'm getting there. But, um, I wanted to give you guys a couple of different options of things that I do to sweeten things. So I'll do things like coconut oil because it kind of gives that taste of sweetness. I'll do coconut flakes that I'll put on top of chocolate. I'll put it inside my uh, chia gel, chia pudding, whatever. Um, Also, there are these things called keto cups. And my friend Sarah kind of got me onto them. I had heard of them, but I had never had them. Thanks, Sarah Petrie. You're the best. So keto cups, I'm not keto. I'm not like on a ketogenic diet, but these actually won't spike your insulin levels at all. There's no sugar in them. What it is, is just, um, a little bit of coconut oil. Um, there is coconut butter and cacao and, um, they use monk fruit actually. So it's basically just a Reese cup, but instead of in the middle, it being peanut butter, it's just coconut butter and it's awesome. They are so satisfying. They don't spike your insulin, which means that they fill you up with those healthy fats, but they won't put you in like a sugar crash by any means. So you can even have them at night. I honestly, what I really want to do is get a shit ton of keto cups and actually I'll just take, let's just pretend there's one. So you'll take one keto cup, put it in the bottom of a hot coffee mug, and then you can microwave it or heat it up however you want for like 10 or 15 seconds in the microwave and then you heat up um, or you boil coconut milk and you pour it over it and it's basically just like coconut hot chocolate. It is so good. It's kind of like my other elixirs that I make, but it's just all in one. Plop it in there. So damn good. And then it's like that creamy chocolatey on the bottom. So on the last sip, you get just this like mouthful of chocolate. So good. So good. So good. Um, another thing that I recommend if you're a big baker, which I am really not, but I did make this awesome, um, what is it? Chickpea chocolatey cluster bite the other day and it was awesome. And so I still have a little bit of the chocolate left. Oh, I shouldn't have reminded myself, but do, um, what I did use though, was I just melted this, there's this brand called midnight coconut at, Whole Foods. I haven't found it anywhere else. And it's really, really, really bitter. It's a hundred percent cacao. So it's like straight bitter. But if you melt it and add in like a little bit of maple syrup, or if you add in a little bit of the uh, honey, then it's awesome. And I would say use like local organic honey because yes, it is fructose. It's yes, it's going to spike your insulin levels a lot, but it's not like a processed sugar. So if you see on the back, this is going back to what we're saying here, we are nonlinear. Hello. Great. Um, if you see on the back of your foods, words like Splenda or, um, sucralose or things like that, 
those are kind of things that you want to avoid. So I'm going to do another podcast on this because I know I'm going to get a lot of questions about it, but take my word for it. We'll go into more details later, but just a little teaser for you. I'm going to kind of cock tease this, but you want to be getting things that are sweetened like with cinnamon or coconut oil, coconut flakes, um, anything raw, really, that would be better. Even if it's sweetened with like dates, it's still better for you than it is to do things like a, a Splenda. So be aware that it's okay to have some calories from it. Don't just substitute with those zero calorie sweeteners thinking that they're healthier. Um, I'll give some more options and I'll give some more information on that. I just thought I would share. So those are my, oh, and I guess I really didn't talk that much about pooping today, but either way, hope you guys had a good poop today. I didn't. Here's me being real. I kind of had my sleep schedule has been pretty consistent, but um, I don't know. I genuinely can't figure out why I'm not super regular this week. I think I just like it's maybe an off week and my off week is probably a great week for some people. I still have gone a little every day. It's just not been like these full movements like normal, but today was a little better tomorrow. Hopefully I'll be out more on track. Maybe I'm turning in more of a night pooper because I've been waking up so early and that's fine with me as long as I get it out. Um, but going to work on that this week, measurable, measurable, but thank you guys for listening. Um, here's to your sexiest podcast. Um, I hope everyone has had an amazing hump day and I hope everyone enjoys this episode. Feel free to share it with anyone who needs a little bit more information on how to shed those last couple pounds. If it's relating to hormones or if it's relating to like you're working so hard and you just don't know why this weight won't come off, share it with them, share it with yourself. Um, and also if anyone has questions on anything that we talked about. That is really all we've got. Send me good juju that my insurance doesn't go up because of this. And I hope you guys all enjoy the rest of your week and we will talk later. All right. This is Hotter Than Health episode 31. It's Eliza Gelman and uh, talk to you guys later. Bye.